Good morning, Rabbi Sai. We are here, uh, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. First of all, today's shir is sponsored by Aaron Hirsch, in honor of the yard side of my father, Avram Yitzchok ben Binyomen, whose yard side is this Shabbos on Erev Pesach. Wow. Shomashen Heaven Aliyah, Shkoyach, Aaron, for being such a big part of the shir. It's amazing to see, I think it's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem, when typically Erev Pesach, Erev, it's Erev Shabbos, Erev Pesach, or Erev, Erev Pesach, but it's, it's a day where people are scrambling and making haroises and mara and who knows what, and people come together to learn Torah, and there are a bunch of people that are on now that were on last night. So that means they were up until like about 2 o'clock in the morning, and here they are again for Shir to be Mechazik. So unbelievable. Kola Kavod, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. I'm reading this particular email, which I got just recently. It's a newer one. But because I can relate to it, I know Aaron Hirsch can relate to it. He told me he didn't go to sleep yet since last night, since the Shir. This is from Ilya Luria. Dear Eli, many people live lives of chaos. Lives where every day is up in the air, where nothing is fixed in place. They say one cure for such madness is a regular sleep-wake schedule. Perhaps, you simply have a fixed time to go to sleep and a fixed time to wake up. All less can be out of place, but at least you'll have structure. But even sleep for some people is something out of their control. I'm writing this email to you with extremely little sleep because my friend and I are running a growth-oriented pace program in Miami for young Jewish professionals. You should have tremendous atzlacha. It's not, a, it's not an easy thing. I just drove to Miami from New York in 20 hours straight. So that's one thing. He got there in time, but I, I wonder what the program is going to look like. I guess I'll sleep the entire Shabbos. Only making stops for bathroom and gas. For me, sleep does not determine my structure. But I do have a real anchor, something that keeps my day grounded like nothing else. The daf. Thanks to you, Ellie. My day revolves around the daf. Forever grateful, Eliyahu Luria. From Flatbush Yishkoyach. A few of us can relate to this non-sleep business. Erev Pesach. Like I said yesterday, I don't know if you were on. This presents to me probably one of the greatest challenges that I had in giving the daf. Because it's a three-day yontif. And that means that I have to give three, well, two daf yesterday, two daf today. And we're dealing with Masech Tishkolom which is not very easy, and on top of that, there's a bunch of other stuff that I have to be taken care of, and I have to drive to the hotel. I just found out, I told my wife I might have to walk the final stretch, but then I found out that Shkia is after 7 o'clock, so I'm relaxed. After this year is over, we're going to cut, then I have to prepare a whole new daf. So, luckily, we, if you look at this Shkolem, basically, they did a very good job on being Masadr the Dapim, it's structured very nicely, starts the sugyas in the top, and here we go, a brand new sugya, brand new Mishnah, Halacha Gimel, Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsored by Fischl from Official Catering from Baltimore, says the Mishnah, Daf Vav Amid Aleph person is gathering money, doesn't have a lot of money, so he puts aside a penny here, five cents there, a nickel, a dime, and he says, he says these words, this should be for my master shekel, he went overboard. 
He, one day he counted, he realized he has more than a half a shekel. Now what? So, Beishama, he hold of the concept, Hegdish Tos is Hegdish. I made a mistake in Hegdish, so what do I do with the extra? Obviously, I cannot bring it as a Machsah shekel. Why not? Well, that's a Mefurish Pasuk that you don't bring, no one could bring more than they're allowed. Momo, again, is not muted for whatever reason. So, you cannot bring it as a machsa shekel because if Klai Yisrael brings ma- now we discussed this yesterday and we'll talk about it a little bit more today. If all of Klai Yisrael together decide that they're going to bring more than a machsa shekel, it's going to be another amount, great. But if the machsa shekel is a half a sela and you bring three quarters of a sela, that's a no-no. So what do you do? Maisaran nidava. This is, a, we have this many times in Shas, nidava over here is talking about Ketz HaMizbeach. Ketz HaMizbeach is the dessert of Mizbeach, meaning when the Mizbeach is slow, there's not a lot of business going on, not a lot of korbanas, so they grab an oila from the Ketz HaMizbeach and they throw it out. Nidava. So it's a communal nudah. Your extra money that you put aside by mistake, I don't hold this basil of hegdish toast. Hegdish, hegdish toast is not hegdish, and therefore whatever I put extra doesn't, doesn't have any dusha to it at all. You could put it in your pocket and do whatever you want with it. If a person says the Lashen Sha'avi Mehem Shikli, I am going to bring from this money my machsa shekel, Shavin Chulin. Everybody agrees that in this case, it's chulen. If you say elu shikli, these, this money, okay, I could have a machlekes. But if you say I'm going to bring from this pile, from, it's not all, it's not all kadosh. Everybody agrees that the leftover is chulen. Elu lechatasi, same exact case, but now I'm talking about a carbon chatos. Somebody was over in Avera, he was mechal Shabbos by mistake, so he has to bring a carbon chatos. So he says, I'm going to bring from this my chatos. Everybody agrees that the leftover of the money is chulim because he said, I'm going to bring from this pile of chatos. But what is the difference if he says a chatos or shekel? What is the difference? Very simple. When it comes to a machza shekel, there's a certain amount. But a chatos, we don't know how much he wants and how much he doesn't want. What are you talking about? A machza shekel also doesn't have a certain amount. So yesterday we had the Lashon Darkoinus, it's the golden, basically it's more than what we do today. I saw a pshat, I forgot who, one of these people on the side, says that in those days there were less Jews. They needed to raise more money, so the value was higher. So it was worth two shekel per person, let's say. Later on, they went down to a cellar. And you bring a half of that. Tevain. Tevain, a teva is a half a cellar. So they would bring the whole thing. Now, Bikshu Lishkol Dinarim, so then they said, well, maybe you should bring half of a cellar because you're supposed to bring a half, a half of something. In other words, the idea was that whatever your 
currency is. So if your currency, you're, you live in America, your currency is a dollar, you bring a half a dollar. That's why you see like uh, Purim in the, in the Pushka over there, half a dollar. Because it's an Indian to bring half of the, the currency. However, the trick is it always has to be worth more than the original half a currency, whatever they brought in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't say, oh, I do a shekel, and a shekel is only worth, what, a third of a dollar today, a little more, maybe? so I'll bring you half a shekel. No, that doesn't work, because that's worthless. It has to be more than what it was in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, but nevertheless, you go with the half a currency. So they try to do this trick and take a half of a teva, which a teva, we said, is worth a half a shekel, a machzah shekel. And they wanted to go a quarter, like a half of that, which is a quarter of a machzah shekel, a quarter of a shekel. They weren't happy with that. All right. So when at the end of the day, everybody is equal when it comes to a masa But when it comes to a chatos, some people could bring a larger animal, a better animal, and it will have all different amounts. But when it comes to, what the mission is trying to say here is, that when it comes to machsa shekel, yes, you're showing me that in history, there were different values. So let's say at one point in history, it was, it was $10. And today the machsa shekel is $5. But all of Klai Yisrael is going to bring the exact amount. So everybody's going to bring a $5 bill today, or a half a shekel, whatever it's worth. Yes, it's different value, but it's the same for everybody. So you can't tell me that when I put money aside, I meant more. Because I can't bring more. I have to be exactly like everybody else. Whereas a carbon chatos, there's no limit. So one guy could bring a $1,000 carbon, the next guy could bring a $2,000 carbon. Says the Gemara, HaMechanes. Reb Lazar. So here we have a, sh- a machloikis in what Reb Lazar said. We call him Reb Lazar with the Aleph. The Yerushalmi calls him Reb Lazar. Sometimes it switches back to, with the Aleph. Ma'pal Ginnim, what is the machlech between Bisham and Bisil? B'mechanis proit A guy is collecting money for his maksa shekel, nebuch, he doesn't have a lot of money, so he keeps on putting aside a dime at a time. Ava boimer elul shikli. But if a guy takes a whole handful of money, says, whatever is in here, I want to bring my shekel, kol ama moidi shamoysen adava. He grabbed a whole handful, and he says, from here is my shekel. Obviously, he knows, he's not making a mistake. He knows exactly what he's talking about. So when he said that this is my shekel, everything becomes an adava. He doesn't have a way out of it. But when he's putting money on the side, then perhaps, I'll say, according to Basilel, that he made a mistake. And if he made a mistake, only what, what he needs, what is necessary for the machsa shekel, that's what becomes Kadesh. Reb so here you have other Talmidim saying also in the name of Reb Lazar. Mapal Ginon, what's the Machlaikis? Bimachanis Praetrit. And Mamish, the exact opposite they hold of what we just said. Talmidim, same Rebbe, but the, the opposite outcome. If a person says specifically, this should be my Shekel, it goes to Chulin. Or Reb Masnisa Messiah we have a raya from the Mishnah, like Rabivi, that says that the whatever is left over, if he took a whole handful and he said, this is my shekel, whatever is left over goes to Chulin, not to Hagdish. It's not an Omer of Shimon. 
our Mishnah. What is the difference between a shekel and a chatos? A shekel has a determined amount, a chatos does not. What is it talking about? How do you make the connection between a chatos and a shekel? What's the case? If he says that lotion, I'm going to bring from this my shekel, then they're both equal. There's no difference between a shekel and a chatos. Everybody's going to agree, whatever's left over is chulun. If I say, I'm going to bring from that my chatos, everybody agrees that, it's, that the leftover is chulun. So what's the difference? So a person says, this, this money is for my half a shekel. Since a machsa shekel is very determined and it's exact, the Torah says it has to be half a shekel. So whatever is left over is chulun because the Torah already told me how much it is. So when I said this should be for my shekel, I can't bring more. Since the doesn't have any any limit, so that would seem like Rabbi. That what? What's his name? Uh, forgot his name. Baby, yeah. That the extra becomes chulen. That's it says Mufurish over here. That by a machsa shekel, whatever you have extra doesn't become hegdish. It becomes chulen. You can use it as you wish. Says the Gemara. If that's the case, my Ovid law, Rabbi Yosef Hashem, Rabbi Lazar, the first Talmud. That said in the name of his Rebbe Rebbe Lazar, that the extra becomes Kaidash. What is he? How is he going to explain our Mishnah? Pasar Law, he's going to answer, It's not talking about that he grabbed a bunch of money and said, This should be my half a shekel. Rather, it's talking about that the guy is collecting slowly. He puts aside 10 cents, 10 cents. He's not going according to all Shitas, he's talking about in Basilel, that's the Allah. This goes according to everybody, no? No. A little bit of a stretch. But we're going to say it doesn't go according to anybody. Everybody, it goes only according to Basil. Skip two lines, as we like to do in Shkolim. Hamafer Shikloi. Case. A person sets aside his half a shekel. Right? We call it shekel, but we mean a half a shekel. Either it's worth a shekel, it's really it's it's a half a shekel, it's worth a shekel, whatever. But it, we call it a shekel, we mean a half a shekel. So he set it aside. He thought that he didn't bring a half a shekel. It turns out he did, whatever the, the case was. His wife brought it in for him, whatever it was. Loi Kadash. He made a mistake, an honest mistake. So the Gdusha is not Chal, it doesn't, it doesn't grab on the Gdusha. But here's another case. Similar case, but very, very different. He set aside two. Let's say he thought that he forgot to bring last year, and he also thought he didn't bring this year. It turns out that he forgot the Mnesia, he didn't bring last year. So one out of the two, he's Chayiv. So you hear the Chap here? Since one out of the two, he's Chayiv. So the Gdusha is Chal on part of what he said. So once the Gdusha is Chal on part of what he said, maybe perhaps it should be Chal on everything. You see, if the Gdusha is not Chal at all, he made a complete mistake. So take the money and, and put it in your pocket. 
it never started. But once the Gdusha starts, it has where to grab onto, maybe it spreads to the other shekel, the half a shekel as well. We can learn from here. What about a different case? I'll prove it from the case of a chatos. What happened? A guy set aside a chatos. He thought that he was Michal Shabbos. He finds out he wasn't. Or he finds out that he gave a chatos. Whatever the case is. It turns out he's never chayv this chatos. Same exact case as we said by Machsa Shekel. You did it by mistake. You mafresh it by mistake. Not Kodesh. Same thing by Achatos. And what if a person designated two Karma Chatois and he finds out that he's only Chayav one? So he skipped five words. Stick in the middle word. This is all based on the Goyen. I'm not Goyen like the Goyen because I'm a Gronik, but because everybody is Goyen like the Gro. And like I said already, the Art Scroll, the Msifta, who are Hasidim. These are Hasidim, they all, they all go based on the Gra, based on the, the Tikkun Chadatin, who's the Talmud of the Gra. And I just said, I just found out yesterday that the tests in Eretz Yisrael, or across the world, the Dirshu tests, are based on the Tikkun Chadatin. So, that's the Ungenumina Girsa. But there's a lot of, sometimes when it's too difficult, I kind of try to avoid it, because sometimes they'll take it out from here, put back over there, then... I, if he takes out, then I'm very happy. We, we skip three lines and we go weiter. So over here, he kind of takes it out. So that's the famous halacha. If you have an extra chatos, you, don't, you let it graze until it befalls a mum. If it's a mum, you sell it. And then, you have to be gurus over here. For this, I do have to jump down to the gun over here on the side. And he sticks in these words. That we said. So he says, According to the girsa that you say that it's an adava, so if a person, the two rebelazers, right? We have two Talmudim that say in Rebelazer two opposite things. So according to the Talmud, Rabbi Yisu says that if you grab extra money, the extra becomes an adava, becomes Kadesh. So here it's Kadesh. This extra chatas is Kadesh. And according to the Manda Omar, that says that my Rebbe Rebbe did not say it's Kodesh. The opposite. It becomes Chulin. So this also becomes Chulin. Review the Oimer. Says the Gemara. The Gemara just explains a little more. Darkoinois Dinarin. Well, the Mishnah says that when it's the first Shekel is the Darkoi. Dinarin. Bechazru Lishko is slime. What's a Sela? Kishmuan. That's what we have today. Machsa Shekel is half of a Sela. Bechazru Lishko Tvayim. And later on, they changed the currency, so went to a teva. Pagis line. Each teva is a machsa shekel. It's a half a sela. So they would give the whole entire teva. They wouldn't do a half. In that point in time, they would give the entire teva. Bikshu lishkal dinarim. But now they became ayvachacham. They became greedy. They said, why should I give a full coin? Let me just give the half of a coin. All through history, we give a half of a sela. A half of a shekel. Let me give a half of a teva. Well, guess what? Half a teva is worthless. It doesn't have value. So they didn't agree. So, big shulishko dinarim, dinarim kratim, v'loi kiblu aleim, they didn't accept it. So from here, we learn a major thing. Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Al Rabinowitz, haven't seen him in a while. How's it going over there in Montreal? Shalom.
So what do we see from here? Listen to this. It says in the Pasuk, and we're going to learn many halachas from this interesting word. It says in the Pasuk, V'hemadnu aleinu, this is a Pasuk in Nechemia, V'hemadnu aleinu mitzvahs lasseis shlishis. Now what the Pasuk should say is shlish. Shlish is a third. Sam Samuel Shalom Aleichem. Love the name. A shlish. But the Torah doesn't say shlish. The Torah says shlishis. So I'm going to learn here a ton of halachas. The what? Hashakel b'shano la'avoydes beis elikeinu. That's the pasuk. Rebchilki b'shem rebacha. Mekan shetzorch adam l'shali shikloi shloisha pamen b'shano. Some tremendous machmirim, they take this pasuk literally and they say, you have to, well, the Pasuk is saying you must give at least three times Daka per year. Three Dukkas a year, each time a Shekel. So there are people, I know a guy like that in my shul, all he does is he gives total, total. The guy is a billionaire, I'm not kidding. He gives three Shekel a year. That's it. You can't get a dime out of the guy. I hope he doesn't watch this year. Maybe, I'm, I, I, I'm, I want to be Melamed Tzchus. Maybe he took this Pasuk literally. You're supposed to give Dukkas three times a year, a Shekel. I can't be over on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Shekel, Shekel. Okay. But the Pasuk is saying, minimally, what, what is the minimum? One Shekel, three times a year. After he's nifter, they're going to say, wow, he used to give millions of tzedakah to uh, uh, Bilam Shem. Nobody knew about it. I never saw. So, number one is, we don't, how do you say Magbid in English? You don't do those, you know, get up on the beam or a boysai. Uh, no, fundraiser, not fundraiser. There's a word. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. When the guy goes, I hate when they do it in America. They go with each guy, uh, Dr. Rabinowitz, $5,000. And then the next guy has to keep up with the Joneses and he feels stupid to say $180. So he says $5,000, but then he forgets to give it. The whole thing. Uh, that pressure. But anyway, you don't do it more than three times a year. I think one time is enough, but the Gemara says up to three times. Amar sign. And now we're going to learn a, a, a bunch of halachas. First of all, it says shlishis instead of shlish. So I learned the idea of each kli that you fill up of the maksa shekel could contain three sa, a nice amount. How many of these containers do we have? Three. You were wondering, where do we get this idea? Of doing this three times a year, three kupas, and each kupa has three of a total of 27 sign. It's from the Pasuk Shlishes. We take it literally, three, three, three. Says the Gemara Ksiv, Zayyidnu Kalayi Vala Pikudim. Rabbi Yehuda, right? So, I think I have the Pasuk here. Yeah. Zayyidnu Kalayi Vala Pikudim. When you do the census, whoever goes through the census, Machsa Shekel, you should give a half a Shekel. How much is that worth? Esrim Geira. 20 Geira. So, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nechemi, Chadom Alephisha Chatu, Bemachtes Hayoim, Yitnu, Machtes Shekel. Klai Yisrael sinned halfway through the day with the eagle. So, because of that, Akashbor said, give a half a shekel. Where's the half? Maybe they should give a full. No, it has to do with when they sinned on the eagle. The Chadom are another Pshat. It was six hours into the day. Because it's worth six garmesin. So six hours. One says 
it was half of the day since half a shekel. That one says six hours equals six garmasim. Because they broke the Ten Commandments. The Aseris Adibris. Why Aseris Adibris? Because when you do have like the Zara, that's the worst of the worst. That's what we had the other day also. That's considered a Mumar. Someone that does have like the Zara, he, it's as if he broke the entire Torah. He, he was over on the Aseris Adibris. So therefore, Each person should give Asara Geira. So, we said in the Pasuk, Esrim Geira, Hashekel. So, how much is half of Esrim? 10. Even in Panovich, we know that. Half of 20 is 10. So, Mamela, that's why we give Asara Geira per person, which is a Max Hashekel. Reb Rechia says, Reb Levi says, B'Shem Reb Shimon, Ben Lakish, Levishemachru, Bechayrish, Rachel. They sold. The Bechar of Rachel, who is Yosef. The Shvatim sold Yosef. How much did they sell him for? Be'esrim, Kesef, they sold him for 20. Here, here's the Pasuk. Ba'im Kuru es Yosef le'ishmeilim, Be'esrim, Kasef. So they sold him for 20. Yehei kol echad ve'echad poides b'noi b'choyroi be'esrim, Kesef. So therefore, 20 dinner equals a machsa shekel. It's to come to be mechaper on the Avera of the Shvatim selling Yosef. Repinchas, I understand now, I'm just I'm thinking to myself aloud. Like, I, I come from Shevet Yehuda. Others come from Shevet Levi. I can understand that. But what if you come from Shevet Yosef? I guess nobody does. Why do I have to pay for the sin of the other Shvatim that did it to my forefather? Says the Gemara, another pshat. Similar but not the same. They sold Yosef, how much? 20. You hear this? How much, when they sold Yosef, they got 20, they made, they made 20. So what did they do with the 20? They divided it up. They divided it between ten brothers. So ten brothers, each one got two. Each one got a tiva. So it makes a lot of sense, since each one got a full tiva. So we have to give a tiva today, which, which equals a machsa shekel. Now let me ask you a question. How many shvatim were there? There are twelve. So, how do you go from 12 Shvatim to 10? It says over here, the Gemara says, 10 of them sold. So there's two Pshatim here on the side. Either Yosef doesn't count, obviously, because he was sold, so that's 11. And beyond, it wasn't there. So you have 10. Another interesting Pshat from the Tiklan Chatan is that Binyamin and, I think he says, yeah, Reuben and Binyamin weren't there. No. So now you're down to nine. So the Tikkun Chan didn't know. Yosef counts. And that answers the question I asked before. Without thinking about it. Now I'm hopping and answers the question before. Yosef is guilty. Because every fight like that, you have two parties. And the other party is guilty. Yosef is guilty because he caused his brother to be jealous. So he has to pay. He did, yeah, obviously he didn't divvy up the money with them. 
but it's as if he got a chalik of that money, and therefore, that, those are the ten shvatim, Reuven and Miyama don't count, but you have to count Yosef. As a side note, why not? The Vilna Gain says over here, Mishnah Zilio, the bottom piece, he says like this, that in the Mishnah you see, very nice piece, I hope I say it over correctly, there's, there's three things going on in the Mishnah. There's the Arkainos, and there's a Sela, and there's Tiva, so he says what's going on, it fits into what we just said here, that the half of the Darkain why, why did HaKadosh Baruch do half a dark one? Because it fits in with the half a day. Klai Yisrael sinned with the eagle halfway through the day. Then he says, you give a half a selah, which equals six garmisim, that goes according to the second shot of the Gemara. That's in the sixth hour of the day. This is the Vilna Gaon with his, he's a genius, and he, he made it fit in beautifully. Half a, a half a dark one equals half a day. That's the first hour of the Gemara. The sixth hour terrace of the Gemara fits in with six Garmisim of the Mishnah. And when the Mishnah says a whole Teva, which equals ten Gera, that goes, that correlates to the Aseris Hadibris that the Gemara talks about the Klai Yisrael broke because they did have a Zara Egel. And it correlates to the Teva, to the Tiva that each Shevet received for selling Yosef. And now we turn to the Vav Amad Beis. Interesting, because yesterday we had a new sponsor for the turning of the page, but that was on Navches. But we're still holding that Vav today. Sponsored by, by Eli Dykman, Brach Vatzlacha, for all the MDY team in their everyday lives, for all the hard Avedis HaKodesh they do. Yishkoyach Eli, his time is almost running up. I think he has one more day, or maybe today's his last day. We shall see. Maybe, yeah, one more. Sponsor for the Rufu Shlema, for Ochel Yisrael, especially from our MDY family, please consider joining the MDY Tehillim group, tehillim.8mindaf.com. Says the Heligi Mishnah, Halacha Dalid, the official Halacha Mishnah in Yerushalmi, sponsored by official from official catering. Says the Mishnah, Moisar Shkolim Chulim. So, you have left over from the Shekel, becomes Chulim as we discussed. Moisar Asir Seifa, if a person is bringing a mincha, a mincha consists of flour, and he has extra flour. The Gemara is going to discuss exactly which mincha. What, what happens to the leftover? Moisar kinei zavim, a person who has an omission of ziva, and he has to bring karbanais, he's a full zav, or kinei zavais, the birds that a zava brings, vikinei yaldais, the birds that a yeledes, a woman who gives birth, you bring a khatas and asham, you have leftover, all the leftover, even from a mincha, khatas, kinim, all that is a nadava. In other words, what's the nadava again? Goes to Ketzam Mizbeach. When there's a lull in the Mizbeach, there's a low time, you bring a ayla. Zakla. Says the mission, says the there's a rule. If whatever you're bringing is to, for forgiveness, Moisaron Nedava. Whatever is left over, you bring as a Nedava. Unbelievable. Over 20 people live on an Erev Yantif with a 20 minute heads up. Smam Shakitish Hashem.
this time I, I really, I'm serious, I'm taking it personally. This is a chizuk. Every day is a chizuk for me when there's a lot of people, a hundred plus people, and, 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 and it's YouTube. Today, it's one of these days. Imagine I'll be talking to myself, which I might be doing the second cheer because you guys are going to be ready with your kittle and everything and I'm going to be uh, filming, uh, running down the highway, on the side of the highway, but it's going to happen and nobody's going to be there, so you should go for being there now. Jeff Gordon, Shalom Aleichem. I missed you. You know when the last time I saw you was? Maybe last Pesach. No, but seriously, I see you all the time because you're on that, uh, that clip that's on uh, Yeshiva World News or, you know, 7,000 people watch that thing. Hi, Jeff Gordon. And ever since my son told me about it, I never put it down. Yeah? You're still with us every day? Every day. Beautiful Jeff Gordon from... Florida. What did you say? I didn't hear. On YouTube. Okay, Givaldik. It's great to see you. Ah, Simcha Gdoyla. Okay. Says the Mishnah. So we have to remember over here, if a person brings the Oila and he has extra money from the Oila, he set aside money. He said, you know what, I'm putting $1,000 away for an animal. I heard they're very expensive. He got a great deal. It cost him $900. What does he do with the extra $100? Sets it aside for oila, but a private oila for himself. Moisar mincha le mincha. Leftover for the mincha goes to a mincha. Moisar shlamim shlamim. He set aside money for shlamim, goes to shlamim, anything left over. Moisar pesach. I forgot to mention this. The hashgacha protis. I'm telling you, because Rabbi Wallerstein said this in his beautiful speech at the CM in New York, that the Hashgacha Pratis, it's a once in a million that we're going to finish Mesechtis Psachim just a few days before Pesach. But what is the chance that another, yesterday Dafches is all about Lela Seder, and that Davav is all about the carbon Pesach, which was, we got to bring tomorrow. Carbon Pesach. Bezer Hashem, Mashiach is coming now, and we're going to bring it tomorrow. So, we're going to have a whole a ton of stuff about carbon Pesach now. The chance, in terms of, I mean, you can win the lottery this. This is one out of a billion. Shas has 2,711 daf. How many daf in Shas talk about a carbon Pesach? I don't know, not very many. Let's call it 10, 20. That one of the daf falls out on Erev Pesach. Besides the whole Masechta that we just finished. You have leftover carbon Pesach. In other words, money set aside for carbon Pesach. What do you do with it? That we learned in, in, in Psachim. A carbon Pesach, when you don't make it a carbon Pesach, is automatically Shlamim. It is Be'etzim a Shlamim. That's what it is. But when you, sort of a Shlamim, a kind of a Shlamim, but when you bring it on every Pesach, it's a carbon Pesach. But it's not a Shlamim. Don't, don't confuse it. You have to say it. We're going to see in the Sugya. Moisar Nazirim Lenazir. A Nazir, somebody who grows out his hair, he refrains from drinking wine, he's a Nazir Lashem. When he, he yeah, the whole series process, we're not going to go into it, but he has to bring three Kurbanas on his final day. He has to bring a Chatas, Oil, and a Shlamim. So, one of them is extra, he has extra money, he should bring it for a carbon, the Gemara is going to discuss. And that's if the, 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 the Beisamikdash, they set money aside for poor people that are Nazirim. A poor Nazir. Moisar Nazir, this is talking about a guy that could afford it. But he has some extra money set aside for his Nazirus. 
Linadava. So that goes to the other ones, the, the communal Naziros goes to Nazirim. Why not? They're, they're just collecting money for Nazirim anyways. Put it in the Pushka for Nazirim. But this one is a private Naziros, so that goes for Kate Hamizbeach, for the dessert of the Mizbeach. Oh my Rabbi Yosi. Before I came to Eretz Yisrael, in other words, when I was in Bavel, very interesting Lashen, Shamis Kol, I heard the voice, Rabbi Yehuda Sho'il Lishmuel. Now we know, we have this throughout Bavli, who was the famous, famous Talmud of Rav and Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda throughout Shas, I don't know how many hundreds of times, it says, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel. Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Rav. So Rabbi Yehuda constantly quoted. So here you have a, a situation where Rabbi Yehuda says, I was present when Rabbi Yehuda asked his Rabbi Shmuel. Hifrish shikloiva meis, an unfortunate situation. A person was nifter after he designated his machsa shekel and before he was able to give it to the Beisanidash. Says Shmuel Amarlei, Yiplun and Adava, what you do with the money, obviously it can't be a machsa shekel because he's dead. So what do you do with it? So you give it to that pushka called Nidava. There's a bunch of these pushka things, six of them maybe in the Beisanidash that said Nidava on it. Big words, Nidava. And you put money in there, and the money goes to buy oilois, random animals that the Mizbech should never be without a carbon on it. Moisar Asiris Ho'ifa Shaloi. So, here's a possible. Ubiyoim Boy El Hakoidesh El Hachatar Primus. We're talking about a Kain Gadol, and he has to bring. Every day, the Kohen Gadol brings from his own personal pocket, he brings a mincha. It's called a mincha's chavitim. And the Torah considers it, very interesting, chatasoy. A chatas. But it's his own personal money. What happens when there's extra money set aside? He designated, he said, okay, I'm going to buy some flour, make a chavitim, and he put a, bit, a little bit too much on the side, and he has extra money, it's his own personal money. Rebbe says, too bad. There's nothing to do with that money. He cannot purchase another carbon with it, and he can't use it, so you have to destroy the money. Rebbe Lazar, Omar, Yiblun Nadava, says, Rebbe Lazar, did you not notice that the Pasuk says, So if I have extra money, as the Mishnah said already, if I have extra money from a chatos, what, what happens to the money? It goes to Nadava. So here also, the Kayin Gadol's Minchas Chavitim is a chatos. So it should go in the Nadava, it should go for other oilois on the Mizbeach. Says the Gemara, Masnisa Pliga, Rabbi Yechanan. However, the Brice argues on Rabbi Yechanan. If you hear my stomach, that's because I need to eat. Masnisa Pliga, Rabbi Yechanan, will eat, you know when? On Shabbos. When we sleep, right before we go to sleep, we're going to eat. Right now, there's no time. Sinish duck in sight. Why? We have a problem with Rebbe And it says, It says specifically, What do I do with the leftover of Asir Saifa? It says, Nidava. It says specifically, it goes to Nidava. So why are you telling me, Rabbi Yechanan, that you have to throw it out into Yama Melach? It says Mefurish. 
Let's read again. Moisar Asiris Haifa. The leftover of the chatos becomes an adava. And Rabbi Yechon says, you have to throw it away. What's Rabbi Yechon going to do with this? Our Mishnah. This is something else going on here. When there's a carbon means that it's on a scale. Depends how wealthy you are. You have to bring a carbon. You start, if you're wealthy enough, bring a sheep. Oh, but sheep costs five, six hundred bucks. You can't afford that. Bring a bird. You can't even afford a bird. Then you bring this guy right over here. This minchas chayta. So that's the difference. We're not talking about the mincha of a kain gadol. We're talking about a different mincha. Minchas chayta says the Gemara. Rabbi Yosi Omar Ado Olil Abba Barba. Wow, it's a name that we've never heard of, but it is somebody that we heard of because the Tikkun Chatan says we're talking about. The father of Shmuel. It's Abba Bar Abba. So the Yushami calls him Abba Bar Ba. So he had a problem means he had a problem with. Again, we're talking about carbon Pesach. Unbelievable. That you could take a carbon Pesach and flip it into a Shlomim. How do you know this? Think about it. The word zevach is completely extra here. It should say, If from your sheep, from your flock, you have a carbon shlamim, great. What's lezevach? So anything that's from the flock, from the sheep, it becomes shlamim. So if I have a carbon pesach, which is from the sheep, how do you make a carbon pesach? From sheep and goats. From the smaller animals, it can become, I can flip it into Shlomim. Huh, says the Gemara, I have a lot of issues with this. Hey, Sivon, I have a problem. Question number one, What, if I have a carbon oil set aside, I can bring oil that, 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 that's a sheep, that's a goat? No, no, sheep. I can bring a oil minatsoin. So what, I can flip it into Shlomim? No way. That's not true, says Gemara. You know why? Because of Ayla, I can bring it out of cows, bulls. Not cows, bulls. So Mamela, it has something else. So it's not in this part. I'm talking about something that could only be brought from the flock, such as a carbon Pesach. Carbon Pesach, I can flip into Shlamim. But a Ayla, since it could be cows, it can't flip it into Shlamim. Hey, Siv, I have another question then. Hari Asham, which is only... Only a asham, carbon asham, five, six times they bring a asham, right? Asham zelis, asham ilis, asham shiv charufa. It could only be from sheep. So what are you going to do? What are you going to tell me that if a person designates a asham, they can flip it into a shlamim? Amar Rebbe Bumbar Kahana, min hatsoin, dover shuba mikol hatsoin. From all of the flock, meaning from goats and sheep. A carbon Pesach, can be a goat. Remember, we had an MDY, we had a goat, a small one. It's in the Agada, I noticed. By the way, check out that Agada. It's only 64 pages long, but it's Kishmak. A lot, a lot of nice articles there. Yudha Shuk Shom Aleichem. It was great to see you at the Siyum. So, you have, you have something that could be a, a sheep and a goat, that's only carbon Pesach. Asham can only be from sheep. That's Asham, Shainabalim, and Aelim, Bilvad, says the Gemara. But I have another problem. 
all through the Torah, minat bakar, minat sain karbanai, always is a miyot, it comes to exclude something. And now you're telling me that the word min comes to include something. To say that it's not only sheep, but it's also goats, and that's why Oshem is not included, but I just added something because of the word min. It's not true. Over here, I use the word min to exclude. Yes, you're right, it comes to include, but it also comes to exclude. Ben that a carbon Pesach cannot be two years old, it can only be in the first year. Carbon Pesach cannot be female, only a male. And you should know that by Oshem also the word min comes as a miyot. It only comes from the male sheep. Hey, Sivon, I have a question. So now, since it says this pasuk, whatever pasuk you have by Karim Pesach, you have by Ayla, the same words. So perhaps if I have a Karim Pesach that I, I didn't use, so maybe instead of flipping it into Shlamim, flip it into Ayla. Who told you to flip it into? Why are you flipping it into Shlamim? Says Gemara, very simple answers that we have throughout Shas. Very, it has to be similar. To the, it, you go, you have an option. You have a carbon Pesach that you didn't use. You know why? Because your friend said, come join my Chabura, I have a much better animal. You joined him. Now, yeah, you're stuck with this. What do you do? So, it turns into Shlamim, but maybe turn into Ayla. But it makes more sense to be a Shlamim because it's very similar to Shlamim. It's not similar to Ayla at all. Why? A carbon Pesach you could eat, a Shlamim you can eat. You could eat. Carbon oila, you can't eat. Don't flip it into oila. I go from a carbon pesach, which is kachim kalim, the the lower level of gedusha, to a shlamim, which is the lower level of gedusha of kachim kalim. You don't want to take a shlamim, which is kachim kalim, and knock it up a madrega to a oila, which is kachim kachim. Rabbi Hanina had a problem with this. The Chachamim in Babel said, So here we go into the nitty gritty. We had sugis similar to this in Psachim. I have a carbon Pesach. Again, the amazing coincidence that Ashgach brought this that. The day before carbon Pesach, we're talking about carbon Pesach. We're not talking about, yesterday we're talking about the Seder, the al we're talking about the Eraisa the, the of bringing a carbon Pesach. So, I have a carbon Pesach, <clears throat> and I want to flip it into Shlamim. Does it flip by itself? Let's say I designated my carbon Pesach Hanukkah time. I see a gorgeous animal. I said, This, ah, I'm going to bring this to the Rabbi Shalom Pesach. But comes Hanukkah, you know, I have a lot of guests. I want to use it for my lamb chops. I want to make it a shlamim. Now, obviously, if I'm going to shecht it before um, Hanukkah, it's not a Pesach, because it's not, it's not every Pesach. I can't bring a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. So do I need to say something specifically? Do I need to say, hey, this is a carbon shlamim, and then it switches, it flips into shlamim? Why do I have to say anything? It's obvious that what I'm doing right now is turning a carbon Pesach into carbon shlamim. Chachamim say no. You have to say specifically. You have to designate it as a carbon shlamim, then it flips. Vani Oimer, and Rechanina says, and Rabbi Yochan is quoting him, Even if a person takes a carbon Pesach and says, this carbon Pesach is an Oila, which it can never be, 
it flips automatically into shlamim because there's no other choice. The fact that you called it a oila, so you could call it a rocket ship if you want, it's not going to help. It cannot be a oila. So you just shechted something that cannot be an oila. So meila, it turns into a shlamim on its own. Amar Abila. Time of the Riyachanan. And the reason is, So again, the word zevach, completely extra. So I learned from it, anything that, <coughs> excuse me, anything that is brought as a carbon flips into a shlamim. So if I say that this carbon is an ayla, it flips into a shlamim. Now, the Gemara says, so could I flip it in? Could I make could I make this machshava possible? In other words, when I shecht an animal, and that's throughout Zvachim and Achas, we had it many times even in Psachim. When a Kayan shechts an animal, he can ruin the animal by having the wrong thought. What's the wrong thought? The trick is to think that I'm going to eat the animal outside of its of its allotted time. So if an animal, you could eat a shlamim typically. For two days and a night, a carbon pesach, for instance, you can only eat the night, till alois, till chatzais, whatever we say. So if the kohen thinks I'm going to eat this carbon for four days, pigo, and then if someone goes ahead and eats it, even within the allotted time, schayv cars. <clears throat> so says the Gemara. What if I thought a machshav is psul? So the Gemara says, well, first of all, hey chavida, what's the case? Shchatz shem oila, amanas lizurik dama lemachar. So he has a carbon Pesach, and he thinks to himself, oh, I'm going to bring this as an Ayla, and Ayla, I have to bring the, I have to do Zerika Saddam right away, I'm going to sprinkle the blood tomorrow. He says, Gemara, why do you have to drain a cup and say, I made it an Ayla? Mikal Magen This would be a Pstul, even if you didn't make it an Ayla, even if you left it as, as is. If you're going to take the blood of a Shlamim, of a current Pesach and throw it tomorrow, that was Yimachshava, you ruined it. Now, here's a big Yisoyed, and we said this a number of times, but this is the Yisoyed in Kachim. In order for this Machshava of Pigol to work, it's very similar to a mitzvah. Just like a mitzvah, you have to have a pure, pure intent. You can't mix up the intent with other intents. So too, the Machshava of Pigol has to be pure. Has to be a perfect Avera. You can't have any other intent in there. So the Gemara says, In Tamar Mishtanal Machsheves Psul Pigol. In Tamar Mishtanal Machsheves Psul Pigol. So if I thought that it's an Ayla, the Gemara wants to say that maybe that ruined it. By me taking a carbon Pesach and thinking to myself that it's an Ayla, so that was a no no number one. And then on top of that, I want to add no, no, number two, and say that it's pigol, it's not going to grab. It's not going to be chal. Because in order for me to make an Aveira of pigol, I have to have a pure animal. I'll take an oila that started out as an oila and think that I'm going to pour the blood instead of today, I'm going to pour it tomorrow. But if I already messed it up, so to speak, by saying that my carbon Pesach is an oila, it's so messed up that I can't add on another mess up. Or perhaps yes. <clears throat> um, okay, says the Gemara, Lishmai, Vishalai Lishmai, 
Bishari Yemois Hashanah. So it's a very interesting halacha when it comes to carbon Pesach. Again, we're talking about a carbon Pesach. The first, first Mishnah of Mesech Tezvachim tells us a very interesting halacha. We know all Karbanos, if you have the wrong intent, let's say I bring a carbon Shlomim and I think to myself that it's a carbon Chatos, whatever. I didn't ruin it. I continue doing whatever I need to do. I, didn't, I wasn't yoy to my Shlomim, but I continue bringing it. There's a, two exceptions to the rule. Carbon Pesach and carbon Chatos. If I think to myself that this carbon Pesach is a chatos. This carbon pesach is a oila. This carbon pesach is a shlamim. I destroy the, ha- the, the carbon pesach. Take the carbon pesach, toss it in the trash. Nothing. I can't do anything with it. But this is counterintuitive because if I have a carbon pesach on Hanukkah, then the only way I can make that carbon pesach kosher is if I think to myself that it's not a carbon pesach. If I think to myself that a carbon pesach is a good carbon pesach on Hanukkah, I ruined it because it's not Pesach. It's not every Pesach. So the only way to make a carbon Pesach kosher on Hanukkah is to think that it's not a carbon Pesach. So says the Gemara, based on that, What if a person thought to himself that on Hanukkah, I'm going to bring a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. So what did he do? He just ruined it. But a second later he said, I don't want it to be a carbon Pesach. Oops, I made a mistake. I want it to be a Shlomim. Rabbi Bun Bar B'Shem Shmuel Bar Abo says, Mikivan she'in l'shem nasir k'shechate l'shmoi u'shaloi l'shmoi b'shtika v'ukasher Ooh, it's hard words. But what he's saying is that on a regular Tuesday afternoon on a, on a Hanukkah day, if I was quiet, I brought my carbon Pesach and I didn't say anything, nothing. Again, I designated my carbon Pesach on the first day of Hanukkah. The last day of Hanukkah, my entire family shows up and I need some extra lamb chops. So I take my carbon Pesach and I don't say a word. I don't say, oh, this is a shlomim. I don't say anything. Take my carbon Pesach, it says on it in, in black paint, carbon Pesach. I take it, I bring it onto the Mizbeach. What's the halacha? The halacha is, it's no good. I, I didn't save it. I didn't change it into a carbon shlamim. So what do I have to do? I have to specifically say, this is a carbon shlamim. In other words, says the Gemara, that if I have a real carbon Pesach, I could change the designation with my mouth. Says the Gemara, if so, so what if a person said, this is a carbon Pesach? He says specifically, this is a carbon Pesach. So he could change it by, by, by saying something else. Just like if he doesn't, if he doesn't say anything, it has a halacha as if this is a carbon Pesach, yet he could still regret it and say it's a carbon Shlamim. So what's the difference? If a person says specifically, this is a carbon Pesach, and 10 seconds later he says, this is a carbon Shlamim, it should be the same exact halacha, that he flipped it into carbon Shlamim. Be kosher. If that's the case, he says, so what, what about if he does the avoida? There's four avoidas. Shechita, Kabbalah, Hilacha, and Zrika. So the first avoida is he shechted the animal. And that was designated for a carbon Pesach. Lishma. I did the right thing. But carbon Pesach and Hanukkah doesn't work. So he waited until he did Kabbalah. Then he did Zrika. Then he did Hilacha. Then he did Zrika. And by the Zrika, he decided, wakes up, he says, oh, 
I want it as a shlamim. It should be equal as if he did both. That he shechted it l'shma and he shechted it l'shma. And he skipped the word b'shtika. Via kasher. L'chaira, it should be kasher. Says Gemara, no. Mari, monay my b'shtika kasher. I never b'shtika apostle. It's not true. Maybe. By doing the shechita without saying anything and waiting until the final avayda, maybe you ruined it. It's Hanukkah today. You can't bring a, you can't shecht a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. And if you didn't change the designation, you just left it as is, maybe, you, maybe in fact you ruined it. Who told you you didn't ruin it? You're assuming that you didn't ruin it. And by waiting until the final avayda, you save it. It's too late to save on the final avayda. Once you ruined it in the beginning, says the Gemara, perhaps you ruined it. Have a wonderful day. If I don't see you in the next year, have a chakosh of a sameach. And if you're in Eretz Yisrael watching this, after Pesach, have a good Mayad. Don't forget. Um, no, no Sfiris Hayyamer today. You guys in Israel, we already discussed yesterday the Sfiris Hayyamer. Bezer Hashem, if possible, I'm going to learn Daf Zayin now. Literally did not see one word on this Daf. Nice and long, Yishmak. Bezer Hashem, before Shabbos, I should have this up and running. If anybody wants to join, it'll be a tremendous schos. Yishkoyach Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Yishkoyach Raboisai. Mamash Akilish Hashem. Could somebody fill in for Yeshua, maybe? Hold on, let me turn this around for a second. You guys could stay on. We'll pretend there's a lot of guys here. Um... Who's that? Jeff, what's going on? Tell me what's going on in your life. Erev Pesach. How do you how do you know that we're on now? Ah, you got a notify a notification on YouTube. Wow, amazing! It's great to see you. It was a lot of chizik. You should know a video like that. You don't realize what kind of effect, how many people it affected. What you said over there is beautiful, and uh, you have a lot of schusim. Everybody in their own time, in their own place. But it's amazing that... How long are you with the Shia already? Wow. All the way from Brachas. Givaldi, Givaldi. Stephen Sokol, Shalom Aleichem.